Good morning. Today we're going to talk about that age-old topic called love. Today's message is going to be love brings out the best of me. Have you ever had those times where it seems like you try to love somebody and seems like everything but the best thing was coming out of you? Today I just want to take a different spin and to look at and see how love really brings out the best in us. Alrighty, so we're going to jump right in to the Love Like You've Never Been Hurt podcast. It's been a while, just coming back to you today, and I've had some things that's been on my heart today I was thinking about. Had a long week, so I'm just going to talk with you a little bit. So we're going to deal with this thing about love bringing out the best in us. And I'm looking at this chapter in 1 Corinthians 13, where we call it typically being coined as the love chapter. But if you look at it in verse 4, depending on what version you're reading, it may say charity, but it means love. It says, love suffers long and is kind. Love in me, if not, it vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, and is not easily provoked, and thinks no evil. It doesn't rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopeth all things, and endures all things. The reason being is I said that love brings out the best in us. You know, I think it was Marvin Sapp said uh, in his song where he bought, he saw the best in me when everybody else around could only see the worst in me. But I do believe that sometimes we always look at the worst thing coming out of us and sometimes I think we got to flip that thing and look that sometimes when those things are coming out, we're actually bringing up the stuff to the surface that really don't belong. You know, when they talk about, you know, you heat up a substance like gold or something, you heat it up so hot and I guess what they call it, the dross or whatever floats to the top. And that's the stuff that you scrape out. You can scrape off that way. You got a pure mixture. And so a lot of times that's what happens with us. God will allow us to endure certain situations and sometimes you know i always say we forget the things that we prayed about god i want you to use me lord i want to be you know i want to do more for you god i want to look more like you and then a lot of those prayers that we forget so then when god allows certain uh trials or circumstances to come and to prove because we're gonna have to prove all things you know i think it says in i think it's second corinthians 13 and 5 it said uh we got to prove all things you know So those things are going to be proven through us. And the only way that thing is going to be proven in us is by the trial that God allows us to pass to go through. So in the midst of that trial, what's coming out? Say, if you got situations where you don't feel like you don't feel like loving, well, I don't feel like loving today. Or you got on my nerves. So, you know, I might turn a little bit of my love off. I just don't feel like I can love as much. You know, but when you look at the scripture, it said love suffers long. Are we long suffering with our love today? Amen, somebody. You know, are we willing to be patient with the individual that we feel sometimes is not where we are or hasn't measured up to the standard that we have? You know what I'm saying? And if we can say that, that means that technically the person that's saying that feels that they've reached a place of maturity that may far exceed the individual that they're dealing with. 
So if your maturity far exceeds the person that you feel like you're dealing with, so who's truly or who's really the guilty party in this matter? The immature one or the mature one? So sometimes as saints and you know as believers, we gotta learn, start to look at ourselves and take this introspective look, especially in this season. God is dealing with us as and see where we are in our walk. Amen, somebody. And how these things and how are we acting? Do we really look like Christ? Is love bringing out the best of me or am I allowing the worst to come out? Because when God gives me an opportunity to love, who am I looking like? Am I looking like my father in heaven? Uh, or like Jesus told him, say, you are of your father, the devil, and the works of your father you will do. And so if somebody rubs me the wrong way, says the wrong thing, don't treat me right or give me a bad deal. Who am I exhibiting as my father in that situation? Hmm, something you gotta ask yourself. Do what I get? Do I get angry? Fly off the handle? Do I, as we would often say back in the day? Sometimes I'ma lay my legend down just so I can get him a piece of my mind. If you look throughout the scriptures, when did Jesus say I'ma lay I'ma lay everything down so I can move unrighteously to satisfy my flesh for a second? But anytime we choose to lay our religion down just to satisfy our flesh in the moment, who are we serving? We are of our father, the devil. Because according to this, the scripture, that love bears all things and believes all things. And I think sometimes we don't believe that love cannot fail. Regardless of the situation, love is patient and it's kind. Am I patient enough? to allow the thing to become what I am. So if I'm love, do I have enough patience to endure this person growing to a place of maturity? Do I have enough patience to endure this situation coming to fruition? And whether it works out for my good, seemingly or not for my good, am I still gonna allow the best thing to come out of me is that I'm gonna love? Or am I gonna get mad? Am I gonna get angry? What the Bible says, be angry, but sin not. Okay, you can be upset. It's okay. You can be honest about your feelings and what you feel. But at the end of the day, what are you going to allow? What manifestation are you going to allow to come out of your members that God has given you power over? Amen, somebody. Am I going to give the devil, continually give the devil a manifestation out of my body because I don't want to bridle my tongue? You said something to me. It teed me off or hurt my little feelings or something like that. Why? Because you violated a law I said to me, a law I got in me that you shouldn't do this to me or a Christian shouldn't have to suffer. But if you look all throughout the scriptures, Paul, all of them suffered. But they suffered for preaching the name Jesus. They So much so they told him not to preach in that name anymore. And that's when Paul actually told them, you know, about. What's that scripture? I think it's in the book of Acts. I can't remember recorded, but he's like, you know, I'm going to say these things because God told me to say it basically. And a lot of times we take that that posture with things to be unruly or to be unreasonable. But he did that because they told him not to preach in that name again. Amen. And so. Does our love believe all things? Does it hope all things and does it endure? So at the end of the day, what's coming out of me? Is the best part coming out of me? 
Am I releasing anger, bitterness, strife, contention, envy? What type of things are coming out of me in the midst of those situations? So love will bring the best out of you. So in those situations, if I, if I can endure hardness as a good soldier, guess what's coming out of me? That patience is coming out of me. That endurance is coming out of me. Though the situation don't feel good all the way, it's bringing the best out of me that I find myself not responding like I used to because I've grown. 10 years ago, you said something to me, I probably would have bit your head off and cussed you out. But now I can say, I can look at them and say, okay, God, I can pray for this person. I can be the bigger person in this situation that I got enough tenacity now to walk away in the midst of an adverse situation as opposed to standing, fighting and trying to get my way and try to plead my point. You know, at the end of the day, you can be right all day long, but did you win them? So what's more important in those battles, you getting your way or winning that soul to Christ? And a lot of times do we actually take into account what's happening in the midst of those situations behind the scenes? Is God calling you to lay down your life regardless of whether you're right or wrong? You know, there's been situations before when I've been in, like with a co-worker. And this lady was on my back about every little thing. Seemed like there was nothing I can do right. And so this is my trainer. Everything was George's. Every day she telling on me. She telling on me, telling on me, telling on me. I'm like, good gracious. And so we we had a meeting one day and we had these little things. We can give out kudos, you know, basically to recognize someone that you thought went above and beyond. And so in this particular meeting we had, the Holy Spirit laid on my heart to give this lady a kudos. I'm like, what? So I'm sitting in my chair struggling, wrestling with what was the voice of God because I was still a young Christian at, at that time in my life and I was still, you know, trying to understand the voice of God. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not giving this lady nothing. You know, she just told on me the other day, tried to rat me out, say I was doing stuff or, you know, doing this, not that. I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. So needless to say, after having that little internal struggle, I went ahead and I gave this lady kudos and I said, I'd like to thank her for training me. I say, I know sometimes we don't see eye to eye, but I really appreciate her, her, you know, with the training and all of that and helping me succeed at the job. Needless to say, that one little random act of kindness where I allowed the Lord to bring out the best of me where I can suppress what I was feeling. I could put away my own little pride trying to defend myself so Georgia looked good. I put all that stuff away and I listened to the Holy Spirit. After that, there was nothing that I can do wrong. This lady became my biggest advocate at that job. And I was like, wow, all of that before my kudos. And sometimes we never know what kind of thing that God is trying to work in somebody else by our sacrifice. One thing we don't think as believers is that we should sacrifice or have to endure anything. But it said love suffers long. So how long is our love willing to suffer? Even while we're suffering, what is God bringing out of you? He's working some for some of us. He's working a great deal of patience because we think that just because we won't pray for patience, that God won't work patience out of you. <laughs> Amen. Somebody say he know what you need. 
what you have need of even before you ask. We pray for things, but a lot of times we don't pray for those things where we feel like we uh, are not up to par in our character, but God is dealing with character. It ain't necessarily about stuff all the time. What do you say? I desire for you to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Your soul pros prosperity has nothing to do with cars, houses, money, jobs, none of that. God said, I want you to look like me. So if I'm bringing out the best in you, all of that other junk, I got to allow some heat to come. So all that mess come to the top so I can scrape it all. So at the end of the day, I got a pure vessel on the inside. Because at the end of the day, we got to get all we got to be able to put all of that old man to death that God gave us power over, according to Romans. We said, I mean, Galatians, he said, I'm, Paul said, said it best. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. So when we crucify with Christ, that old man has been put to death. And we, by Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the death and the blood of Jesus Christ, he put that old man to death that he has no more dominion over us. So now God has given us back power in this earth to now make our members obey the who we really are in Christ Jesus. So this is one thing we got to get past. We got to get past personage. We got to get past these bodies because we're seated with him in heavenly places. So we should be able to move as Christ moved. We should be an extension of his life. We should be able to show that grace and be able to show that mercy and that patience with one another and to those around us that when people see us, that they will see Jesus when they look upon us. That they won't look and see just a, oh, this is just another joker here. Look at him. And you know what they do. Especially if you call yourself a Christian. And you do something wrong that they don't feel is right. Man, I thought you were saved. You supposed to be a minister. You supposed to be a preacher. You supposed to be a Christian. They quick to highlight as soon as you do something that they don't agree with. Why? Because a situation, we allow it to pull us away. From the wisdom of the who we are in Christ Jesus. So in this season, we got to learn to focus on the who we are in Christ Jesus. We are a new creation. Those old things have passed away. He said, look, behold, just look. All things have become new. We got to look past this physical body that we've been regenerated. We've been renewed in the spirit of our mind. Our spirit has been regenerated. Our conscience has been purged with blood that now we can serve the living God. The things that used to get us. I remember, you know, I used to walk past the beer aisle and I was scared when I first got saved because I used to like to get me a a little drink every now and again and I was scared to walk past the beer aisle because I didn't want to be tempted but when I got strong enough I can walk down the beer aisle now and won't even won't even give it a second thought but guess what through those trials he was bringing out the best in me when I was scared and didn't think that he was bringing out the best of me. Why? Because he was causing more of himself to come to the front. So anytime or anytime I'm tested, anytime I'm tried that I can endure and I look like my father, Christ Jesus, and not like the enemy, he's going to brought out the best in me. So if I find myself used to get angry at the drop of a dime and cuss somebody out or flip, flip them off for doing all of this, then he's brought out, then he's bringing out the best in me. If somebody cut me off in traffic and I'm like, man, Lord bless them. Now I can say a prayer and say, Lord bless them. And I'm not throwing up, flipping the bird or saying all kind of unsaintly things because I'm in the car by myself. But 
you know, my old pastor used to always say, you know, the eyes of the Lord is everywhere and he can hear everything. So we think just because God is not around that the preacher's not around that sometimes we let those little things fly. Hey man, somebody, it happens. It's, it's, it has happened that God, that cause ain't nobody else heard, but God heard. So I just came to talk to you a little bit on today about love and how love brings out the best in us. So we got to let patience have its perfect work. So in every situation, we have to allow love to bring out the best in us and not the worst. Amen. I thank you all for taking this time to enjoy the podcast. And thank you much. Have a good day.